Welcome to Inside the Firm, a podcast dedicated to small business owners and hosted by entrepreneurs, Alex Gore and Lance Psycho. Each week, they take you on their journey of how to start, run, and grow a business by bringing you inside their architecture and real estate development firm. Get a behind-the-scenes tour of how these business leaders manage their clients and foster company culture while creating new and innovative projects. And now your hosts, Alex Gore and Lance Psycho. Lance Psycho, uh, how's it going? I'm, I don't even care how you're doing. I'm your host, Al Gore. I'm here with my partner in crime, Lance. Is that what I am? Partner in crime? I'd say so. Yeah. Business partner. <laughs> um, I, so normally we do our reads, but I got to tell everyone what we just got from Dell. We just put up our 75-inch touchscreen, and it is massive. It is so massive, it comes with... Perm- four permanent handles that are attached to its system and it looks so cool um and the guys got it to work we actually used it today for for a meeting there's two what's cool lance you see those pens on each, either side i do they're uh magnetic so you can move them wherever you want which is awesome we haven't got the touch portion to work but we at least got it hung I'm happy about that. I'm going to yeah. take I'm going to take a bunch of garbage over to the job site today and throw it away. Clean out the shop. Yep. But we couldn't get the touch to work. But I think that's they also sent us this other thing called the Action Tech Screen Beam 960 wireless display receiver. And I think that's what's going to allow us to do the touch. Because we have it hooked up to our other screen upstairs because we had a meeting. Um and it works th- this Action Tech it works so simple. Um, we had to have a Skype meeting with some people that weren't around, and I just um, literally, like, the guy set it up, and on my computer, I could go over to the right hand of my screen and hit connect, and I could find it, and it just displayed great. So we need to get it set up on the 75-inch touchscreen. It's super, super cool. Um, so besides that, if you want to get any of those two things or look into those two things, what you need to go to is dell.com forward slash inside the firm, Right. And then from there, you can hit save now. And during this month, I think I have, yeah, the time frames from 5-2. So that's 14 days, 12 days, whatever, so many days ago, to 6-3. You get 5% off if you go to dell.com forward slash inside the firm. Or if you want to call them and talk, you can use our reference number, which is on our uh, website, which is inside the firm podcast.com. You can find the member ID number for you to get an additional 5% off whatever you buy. Okay. And when you do that though, so when you click on and when you go to uh, dell.com forward slash inside the firm, there's going to be that blue button that Alex talked about save now. Uh, what you, what I think you need to do is you need to actually right click on it, open it in a new tab be, because then, then what it does is it's going to prompt you to, you're going to put in your email and then you'll get your special code, right? You'll get a coupon code. Keep that original tab, and when you go shopping, here's the key: is you got to go all the way down to the bottom of the screen, click on click on anything that says like Precision Workstations, something like that, and then you can go up and search for your product and go through it that way. You have to be on the business side of Dell's website ah. in order for for it to get it to work. And here's why I know this. Okay, I know this is Lance. I know this because I want I wanted to buy uh, a monitor from right two monitors for my home office. Obviously, obviously going to use the discount and use Dell. And so that's what I had to do to get to get to get that and make that happen. Uh, so just make make that happen. 
Yeah. It's awesome. I, I need to make a home office, but I don't have space for it. My kids are using up all imagine space. If you, imagine if you were going to plan for that space, and then you were like, wow, I, I need a desk. I need, I need a desk to place in a Revit. Yep. I need a laptop to place in a Revit. A lamp, something else. Where are you going to go, Al? Arcat.com. I think you should go to Arcat.com. Check out uh, Arcat.com for all of your specifications needs, for all your building information, modeling needs, and all of your drawing needs. They're awesome. Thank you. Thank you to Arcat for sponsoring the podcast. Just go to arcat.com and start building better content today. Okay. Lance, you tell me what this means. I'm going to read it. It says okay. F9 Productions plus Golden Duplex minus Spam plus idea. That is that is what <laughs> I wrote in the show notes today. We're doing equations. We're doing mathematical equations. So I've been getting this email. I've been getting these. The first, there was like two emails that were real cryptic. And I'm really wary of, especially now with everybody working from home, uh, well, most people working from home, about like um, not getting, getting tricked, getting fooled into a scam, right? So I got this email. I've been getting a couple of them in there like, hey, we really like your golden duplex project. And one okay. is from like House or something like that. We want to feature it. And we just got we just got published all over the place uh, for Eastwatch, each Eastwatch house, which is one of our best houses. And then, so then I'm like, oh, maybe we're just on the radar. Maybe people are like, yes. people search for us. I know yes. our web traffic went up and stuff like that. Um, so I'm like, I'm pretty skeptical. So then I, I get this third email. The header is F9 Productions Inc. plus Golden Duplex Project. It's really weird. And what it is, is, is so it's a new company and it's we live, W-E-L-I-V-V dot com. And so this guy wrote to me and said, hey, we want to do the Golden Duplex project. And I said, sure, let's do it. And then he says, hi, Lance. It turns out there are several projects we'd be interested in featuring. And so we we will also want to create a profile of your firm so showcasing your most noteworthy interiors projects. To set everything up, just take a minute to provide us with some basic information and upload your most noteworthy projects using We Live Blah 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 Spotlight. At this point, and then there's a code, uh, please please include all requested project and firm information, blah, 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 a lot of stuff. So at this point, I was turned off because I'm like, <laughs> no, that's just... It's like just, setting up a profile on Facebook or whatever. Like yeah, I'm just like, I, I, I was like, dude, I already have... I, I know what it was like and how much work it took just to get Eastwatch published in all of these different publications. And then we we submitted to a bunch of you know a couple of awards this year and stuff like that uh, with Archetizer and some other places. And I was like, I have no energy for this right now. So I posted this in the Entree Architect community to ask everybody. I said, Has anybody else been solicited with these guys? And here's here's where I'm going with this, Al. Oh. So if you are you on their website too, the We yep. Live. Yeah. Yep. So it's like another house. It's literally sure. like another house. Yep. And and Pamela in the group said, Yep. They're trying to be the next house. And I was like, yeah, huh. I, that's a good point. Using architects, pretty pictures for marketing while selling furnishings. Architects need to create their own house where we market our projects and get the profits directly for selling the furniture we, furnishings we use. So time, okay. So I said, this is an amazing idea. Yeah, he said, wait. But, but, then I, but then I just remembered why I was even complaining about it in the first place. I got no time to do this. But it's still an amazing idea. What do you think about if 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 
So you remember how uh, Evan Troxel was on Mark's podcast recently? I don't yep. know if you listened to it. I did. Okay, good. And yeah, because and then you because you brought up one of the one of the brilliant points that Evan brought up was like we we're all trying to save the solve these problems in architecture, right. architect firms, and it, similar ones. And then we have then we had developed similar apps, similar solutions. Things like why don't we? It's time we just join forces, and and solve all of that problem. So why why don't we do that? Right. Shouldn't the same sort of thing happen then if somebody ever cho- tra- decides to do this? Shit. What do you think, Al? How do you how do we collectively solve it? Are you saying they're collectively solving this or something else? I think if we okay, it, uh, mm-hmm. So, if I could clone myself right now, two lance, two lances and I could clone Al. Nice. Then I think I think we could we could finish our business course that we want to do and do oh, this God, and do this one as well. <laughs> I'm just saying somebody should solve this problem. If you're out there and you're looking, let's say, let's what's say, the problem you're trying to solve? The problem is, is, uh, is they're, they're trying to create their next house using architects, pretty pictures for marketing while selling furnishings. Architects need to create their own house where we market our projects and get the profits directly for selling the furnishings. Okay, time out. I thought it's okay. I if thought I, we Pamela, live, see how I had to repeat this to him. Yes, I thought we live was giving us the profits. We de- someone needs to make that someone website. Someone needs to make Mark, this website. Mark LePage and Evan. Mark, why Evan, don't you talk Mark, to Evan? Mark, he knows tech stuff. Mark, Evan, Jeff, and um, Demetrius need to solve this problem. Dude, it would take because one of the things that is so great about social media is that everyone wants to put up their own stuff. If you give the profits, we will want to put up our own stuff. Mm-hmm. But how do you make sure mm-hmm. it's not... So it's exponential growth. How do you make sure it's not sucky though? Like, you gotta, Well, there's got to be like a filter, right? I mean, every, yeah, because you're going to get a bunch of... It's, there's got to be a review process. I, I, there's yep. got to be some kind of a standard set, right? God. Either I, way, you get... I think Mark... Sur- at a surface level, Pamela, brilliant idea. I think... I think somebody should do it. I hope it's, I, ho- I don't know. I hope it's those guys. I hope it's, I don't have time. I don't, I don't, I don't have time. <laughs> no, nope. Nope. Um, I don't know if any of those guys have time, but I, I think Mark listens to every podcast. So he should, he should, if he knows somebody that has time, yeah, then he should get in touch with them. So yeah, yeah. Enoch is business minded too. I knew like you thought, it can be collaborative. Yeah. I knew you think that was a good idea. Yeah. So there you go. I just wanted to bring that up. Uh, That's good. And also, I won't be submitting to We Live. <laughs> it's too good. much work. Good. Speaking of good ideas, Elon Musk has Elon a few. Musk. I would, I wouldn't kill to get him on the podcast, but something similar. I there's a I don't know there's some kind of sacrifice I would do to get him on the podcast Stop. one day. He's in, he's just he's just if you're not following Elon on Twitter, oh you're missing out. On you're life. missing out. He's so good. He was actually on Joe Rogan uh, earlier last week, and Joe even asked him. How are you? How do you have time to Twitter? And he's like, I have five minutes here or there. I got yeah. time. He's like, I got, I got time. Literally, he's probably walking into the car and then like calling someone a stupid name. Yeah, he yeah. doesn't sleep more than four hours, so he's got he's got time. It's just like you know, he's just a workaholic. It's great. Yeah. So, did you he, know he called he called like Paul Krugman or something st- stupid in Russian? Like that was his reply. He like typed it in Russian because he like totally mischaracterized what was going on. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. So Elon is my hero as of late. Uh, simply, he's just fighting for freedom. He's like he, you know, he's calling out. He thinks a lot of these uh, orders are draconian, and a lot of them are, and you know, whatever. But uh, he sent an email out 
so so Tesla reopened their Fremont factory uh, two two days ago, I think. Two three days ago, it is May. Yeah, 12th. Monday or Tuesday. May tenth, they opened it. Yep, we are recording. It's May fifteenth, and he sent out an email to his employees, uh, thanking them for their hard work. And so I just wanted to share it with everybody. Um, so this is Elon. Just wanted to send you a note of appreciation for working hard to make Tesla successful. It is so cool seeing the factory come back to life and you are making it happen. An honest day's work spent building products or providing services of use to others is extremely honorable. I have vastly more respect for someone who takes pride in doing a good job, whatever the profession, than some rich or famous person who does nothing useful. Gratefully yours, Elon. So, I mean, we could go off on that. I thought that was great, but it actually kind of segues into what I wanted to talk about. Sweet. And I think like this is kind of what you've been wanting to say for a long time. So there's this book, it's called Build a Better World in Your Backyard by Paul Wheaton. And I found out about it by uh, this website. It's Ben, and then I'll just spell, spell it, www.bnmunoz.com. And he basically just like gives you the cliff notes of a bunch of different books. So I'm going to do some points in here that I think you'll resonate with, right? Um, chapter one, you know, one of the cliff notes is that nearly all environmental problems are solved with a combination of homesteading and permaculture, <laughs> right? You've been, uh, and then he's basically saying that most people who call themselves environmentalists are probably very wasteful of natural resources. And that's why it connects with the, with Elon, like the people that actually do something are better than the, just the intellectuals. And this book is basically saying like the people just say environmental things, but like don't do anything in their own home. Like, why are you, why are, this is what me and you kind of get to. Why are you telling all us what to do? Every, and us, I mean like everyone what to do when you're being wasteful. Mm -hmm. How about you don't be wasteful first and then be an example and we won't be wasteful. And I mean, that's what I was doing all week was building my backyard, which we can go into later if we want. <clears throat> um, here, okay, chapter three, listen to this title. The Wicked Lies About Light Bulbs. LED light bulbs is a good metaphor for environmental thinking. It sounds environmental friendly, but mathematically, the incandescent bulb is better, lower toxicity, more efficient in cold clients, and better light quality. I don't know. Pretty straightforward. Pretty straightforward. Um, he has other chapters like double the food with one-tenth of the effort. Um, he has some crazy stuff in there. Build a dry outhouse on an elevated mound urinate near plants and divert the urine to use diluted urine for fertilizer wow that's so, intense bro <laughs> if you're urinating by your plants i think you maybe took it too far that's just me um uh, and then he talks about the supply the surprising solution of colony collapse disorder with a very embarrassing simple solution which is organic beekeeping and conventional versus conventional beekeeping so i'm sure he goes into the differences. So if you were, if you're interested in this kind of stuff, I'm kind of interested in this stuff. I might buy the book because we're kind of doing that anyways. Or if you're telling people what to do and you don't have a efficient household, like maybe you should check out that book first. Do I like it. That. Yeah. You know what else Elon Musk is? So just leading by example, I think it's just so important. Really, honestly. I mean, in, in every kind of way. That's why there was a Al interviewed 
Um, <laughs> I, I do listen to the Monday morning episodes that uh, when Al when Al's on um, with somebody else because I've never heard of it before, right? And so the last one that he did was let me see Patrick which, uh, see all episodes. Uh, yes, Mc, McLeamy. Yeah, Patrick McLeamy. Leamy. McLeamy. McLeamy. Patrick McLeamy. Sorry. Who is uh, the former the former CEO of HOK? It was incredible interview, hour and two minutes. And one of the best things that I that I thought Patrick talked about was was it was timely, right? Because they, they talked we talked about you guys talked about COVID. You, know, you can't avoid it at this point. And he said and he said, here's what you should do. You know, and he, and he did what a lot of people have been saying is you need to call all of your clients. He goes, but then what you need to do with your employees, you need to be completely honest with them. And you need to talk about, let's say you get into a cash pinch, game plan about, oh, in order for us to keep moving ahead, maybe we all need to take pay cuts. Sure. And then you all do it together. Yeah. And, th- and then the, the the best part about that was then he said, we're not doing that, but if you were, and then he said, can, what you have to do is you have to, there has to be something at the end of like the carrot. And so the carrot in this in this situation was, yes, we're all taking pay cuts, and then once, once we're in a position to be able to start getting putting the firm back together and healing the firm or healing the business, then you guys will get healed first. And so we will we will we will do whatever we can to make up for that those lost wages, and then the boss eats last. Still, I the love bosses. it. I love it. Yeah. Yep. What I liked was when he was talking about the approach of big projects that you have the designer the architect and the project manager. And just for smaller projects, you can't do that. You have to be all three in one. Um, but like those distinct roles, just to focus on those roles. Because even in, I mean, we have some bigger projects in this firm and it's like, oh, there has to be a guy for sure doing the work and a guy just managing in communication. Like it's that big of a deal. So good stuff. Listen to that podcast. You should listen to that podcast. You know what else you should do? If you are sick and tired of your engineer, Structural engineer, and he's slow. He or she is slowing you down, and you want to. And you're you're a licensed architect, um, or you're even just a builder, and you're looking to uh, avoid avoid an engineer and just prove that this beam works. I would encourage everybody to go to Google, type in Forte, F O R T E, web software, by Why Why Warehouser. Uh, and literally, they even say on their website, whether you're an architect, engineer, or design professional, sizing, joists, beams, posts, or studs. By the way, this is, they're not paying us or anything like that. They should. Maybe I should reach out to them to be a sponsor. They are awesome. Uh, there, this this the website came up in the Entree Architect community in a discussion. On Facebook. On the Facebook. And uh, so I, I wrote it down. I sent it out, out to uh, F9's email. And everybody got it, and then I I directed um, one of my top staff uh, gentlemen to test it on a little addition project that we're doing in Longmont, and we were able to completely eliminate our structural engineer. And I mean, the soils have to work too. Somebody else brought this up, like make sure you know you can you can get down to the sizing your footings and everything as long as you're obviously uh, you know you're not having to do caissons or it's like soil that will bear at least fifteen hundred uh, psf. Ours does. It's awesome. It prints out all the calculations. You should give it a shot. 
and see if it works out for you. Even if even if you don't end up stamping your drawings, like you don't do the structural stuff, maybe you don't want to take that kind of risk. You don't want to add in that liability. Maybe your insurance won't allow you to do it. Just so you can get even closer to reality before handing it off to a to a uh, just so they correct like one thing instead of five things. Exactly. If you're doing the structural it's drawings, so though. it's so intuitive to use. That's it's nice. incredibly intuitive to use. It's completely free, and then it spits out all the calculations for you so you can prove it to the building department. So I just want to share that with with everybody. Awesome. Al Gore, where are we at next? Want to do Nick Reeds? Let's do Nick. Let's hear from Nick. He just he skipped last uh, he skipped last week. He was out there fishing. Cool. Keep his fish on. Hello, best friends. I hope you all had a great week this week. A reading. Men, this stuff that some sources sling around about America wanting out of this war, not wanting to fight, is a crock of bullshit. Americans love to fight. All real Americans love the sting and clash of battle. You are here today for three reasons. First, because you are here to defend your homes and your loved ones. Second, you are here for your own self-respect, because you would not want to be anywhere else. Third, you are here because you are real men, and all real men like to fight. When you hear... Every one of you, or kids, you all admire the champion marble player, the fastest runner, the toughest boxer, the big league ball players, and the all-American football players. Americans love a winner. Americans will not tolerate a loser. Americans despise cowards. Americans play to win all of the time. I wouldn't give a hoot in hell for a man who lost and laughed. That's why Americans have never lost, nor will ever lose a war. For the very idea of losing is hateful to an American. You are not all going to die. Only 2% of you right here today would die in a major battle. Death must not be feared. Death in time comes to all men. Yes, every man is scared in his first battle. If he says he's not, he's a liar. Some men are cowards, but they fight the same as the brave men, or they will get the hell slammed out of them watching men fight who are just as scared as they are. The real hero is a man who fights even though he's scared. Some men get over the fright in a minute under fire. For some, it takes an hour. For some, it takes days. But a real man will never let his fear of death overpower his honor, his sense of duty to his country, and his innate manhood. Don't ever let up. Don't ever think that your job is unimportant. Every man has a job to do, and he must do it. Every man is a vital link in the great chain. What if every truck driver suddenly decided that he didn't like the whine of those shells overhead turned yellow, and jumped headlong into a ditch. The cowardly bastard could say, Hell, they won't miss me, just one man in a thousand. But what if every man thought that way? Where the hell would we be now? What would our country, our loved ones, our homes, even the world be like? No, goddammit, 
Americans don't think like that. Every man does his job. An excerpt from General George Patton's speech to the Third Army, June 5th, 1944. Have a great weekend. I'm actually glad he didn't end with toodles. It wouldn't have been, appro- <laughs> it wouldn't have been appropriate. No, not, not with Patton. Not with Patton. Get after it. Get it done. You can do more than you think you can do. And even, again, going back to Al's, uh, Al's Monday morning episode this week with Patrick is uh, every, there's no job. Even the dirtiest, stupidest job needs to be done, right? Yeah. So like, I, as a, even as a general contractor, when I'm, so this past week we've been, uh, we've been roofing, putting on uh, this awesome roofing material actually. And so seamless standing seam and it's been me and three of the three other guys. So four man crew and I've been the cut man, but it's not beneath me to go pick up garbage. Like, so Al's talking, you know, you're talking about this other guy, uh, build a better world, right? Yeah. If I don't pick up the garbage, then the garbage goes somewhere else. Like then what am I going to pull my guys off the roof? Like even as a, even, even as a general contractor, business owner, like it's not beneath me. It's still an important job. I still have to get it done. It still has to be done. Now that you mention it, remember me and you, like, <clears throat> sometimes on the tiny house, we'd come to work uh, on the weekends, right? My favorite job on the job site, besides maybe running around and solving problems, is cut man. I love being cut man. Cut man. I don't know why. Like, they just shout down measurements to you. You cut it. Here you go. Here What's you go. the next one? Cut man. Cut Here man. Here you going. Do you like being cut man? I love being cut man. Yeah. Yep. It's a good job. Absolutely. Cool. Let's let's bring down everyone and do some airy jeopardy. Wow, it's been a while. It's been it's been a minute. We're out of quarantine. Here we go. Which is not part of the egress system? A exit. B access. C exit access. D exit exit discharge. Which is not part of the egress system? Okay, B, C, B. So B is the answer, access. Makes the sense. The three parts all have the word exit in them. Okay, um, which, question two, which is not one of the four methods available for historic preservation, which is not. A, preservation. B, restoration. C, Conservation. D. Rehabilitation. A. Preservation. B. Restoration. C. Uh, conservation. D. Uh, rehabilitation. D. D. C. The answer is C. Conservation is not one. That's uh, what Teddy Roosevelt did. He conserved stuff. Because you're not preserving it, you're conserving it. Okay. What? By the no, way, no, no. Preserve it. You can preserve, restore, rehabilitate, and uh, I forgot what the fourth one was. But not conservation. No, nope, can't. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's preservation. Yeah. Yeah. Not conservation. I get it. Uh, by the way, speaking of that, uh, did you do 703 Third Avenue? If you went driven by there. Oh, it's awesome. You should see our historical porch. Oh. Downtown Longmont. Does it look just like it the old one? It looks exactly. We did a good job. Gotcha. Yep. After the government yelled at us.
He said, <laughs> you, you can't do concrete. You got to do blah, blah, blah. Okay. Uh, number three, what does the acronym MWFRS stand for? Okay, I'm going to repeat. What does the acronym MWFRS stand for? Is it A, Military Western Front Resistance System? Yes. Yes, it is. Or is it, 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 it is that one. <laughs> or is it B, Main... Whoops, I got to shut that off. Uh, or is it B, Main Wind Force Resisting System? C, Mainstream Wildfire Forest R- Replacement System? D, Mandatory Window Framing Restitution Standard? Do you need those repeated? Or are you just guessing? Are we guessing? Okay. <laughs> that was hard to type. D, B, D. The correct answer is B. Main wind force resisting system. The rest I completely made up. Well, I completely. Mean, it does stand for Western, a military Western front resistance system. <laughs> like everyone knows that. Uh, number four. You know someone in the government's listening to like, we're going to use that. Do you know Joe said CIA people listen to his podcast and write to him sometimes? Oh, that really? blew me away. Did you listen to the one with Charles Manson? No. Please do. Okay, I will this weekend. Yeah. Uh, number four, what are the three types of forces that a retaining wall must resist? Okay, so you're going to name three of them, okay? You're gonna do a, lateral, B, overturning, C, sliding, D, soil pressure. Need a repeat of the whole thing? Okay, all the answers. Uh, a, lateral, B, overturning, C, sliding, D, soil pressure. Here we go. We have A, B, D, A, B, D, A, B, D. You're all wrong. A, B, C. Nope, you're ah. wrong too. B, C, D. Not lateral. Lateral is, tr- it's not, I mean, yes, but no. <laughs> because So you're... you're Correct. <laughs> uh, that is, is that it? And carb, hire me. I don't know. Who, who won? Did we? Oh, three. Three, zero. Mark, All right. Mark called it. He said he was going to destroy everyone and rub their faces in it for the rest of the day. And that's what he did. Cool. I'm going to save the tiebreaker for next time. Yep. If you don't want your face rubbed in how much you suck at Revit, you should go to RevitRocketShip.com. Check it out. It's what Lance and I teach everyone here at the firm, uh, s- students, and then also other professionals. RevitRocketChip.com. Go check it out. Guaranteed to rock. If you don't like it, we'll give you your money back. If any of you out there send in even just one question this week for us to answer on air, I will send you, Alex will send you a free copy of his book, The Creativity Code, in PDF format. So send us your questions. We love answering them on air. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks.